Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The journey starts with a single step. One foot after the other you start climbing. Soon, those steps become miles. Those miles become months. Hard, grueling months. But they've led you here to stare at that peak again. Though this time, not with awe, but with expectation, because you've been here before. So Then you breathe, and your mind retraces those steps. Every defeat, every triumph, every leap forward and stumble back. The joys, the sacrifices, the team. You stop to enjoy the view, but never stop climbing. You set out to conquer the mountain, but in the end, you conquered yourself. The Seattle Sounders are headed back to the MLS Cup. Look to that summit again. Respect its challenge and embrace it. You'll never forget that first trip. But the view never gets old. So let's start climbing. The summit awaits. The voice of the legendary Jim Whitaker brings us in as we welcome you to the Sounders FC pre-match show ahead of MLS Cup 2019 at CenturyLink Field. And what a journey it has been so far. So many valleys, so many peaks. And now, as Jim said, the Sounders are once again on their way to that star-filled mountaintop where a second championship in four years is sitting at the summit. Let's introduce you to the voices you're gonna hear from today on your home from Sounders Soccer Sports Radio 950 KJR. My name is Jackson Feltz. I am standing here in CenturyLink alongside Seattle University head coach Pete Fewing. Tacoma Defies assistant coach Wade Weber and former Sounders captain Danny Jackson. We're counting you down to kickoff for the next hour here on KJR. Kickoff right exactly at 12.08 p.m. where Matt Johnson and Casey Keller will have the call here on KJR. But gentlemen, we are here. There will be near 70,000 in the building here today. For the first time, the Sounders are hosting MLS Cup Let's go around the room here and just give opening thoughts on the moment, the match, uh, what it means that have today be here in Seattle uh, and to have Toronto FC Sounders for the championship today here, Pete. Well, it's fantastic. We all went out and walked around the perimeter of the stadium and saw a lot of good friends, a lot of fired up people, a ton of green, the occasional red from Toronto, but just the energy in the city driving in this morning. We all got here around 9 o'clock for today's game. I've got goosebumps i didn't expect that i should have expected that honestly <laughs> but I, I think the um, the love affair that seattle's had with the seattle sounders since 1974 this new iteration with brian schmetzer taking over the team a local guy that we all love and we all enjoy and is connected to our community some of the star power that's here from uh scarves up to macklemore walking everybody in 
McCready doing the national anthem. It's a it's a freaking great celebration. And right now the Seattle Sounders team is rolling. Everybody expects the Sounders to win this one. It's emotional. It's been, yeah. There's been pro soccer played here for 45 years. And to be able to host an event like this, to get the reaction from the ticket buying um, community. Which it, includes us. It is. It is. <laughs> it, uh, it's. The, you know, the, it's not conflicted. It's, it, I, I'm only conflicted. I'm super excited, but only conflicted because there's that understanding that we love sports because of the emotion that comes along with success. But, the, but somebody always comes out on the short end of it. And, and we were at Toronto in 2017. We know how it feels to get that close and to have it pulled away from us. So the expectation is great. Um, I'm nervous, uh, but it's a, it's a happy nervous. And, and Danny, you've played in a couple of finals i've played in a couple finals the morning you wake up for a final whether you're a player or a supporter there's you just you want the game to start you just want the darn thing to start right and time seems to slow down well you listen to people like jordan morris over the last couple of days being asked a question about what this means local kid made good same with brian schmetzer we talk a lot about what it takes to be you know, a Seattle soccer legend, and certainly he's the person that's gone through iteration after iteration of this club. And I think back, you know, as the last couple of days I've been preparing for this, this broadcast, and you do get emotional, Wade. You do think about you know, what it's taken, and it's been so many people along the way, so many fans, so many players from generations, from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and now you think about Adrian Hanauer, what he's done for this club to bring it to where it is, committing to this community for so many years. He is deserving of it, but there's so many people deserving of it. And I think about Brian Schmetzer's comment back in the, the late summer when he was asked the question about the Sounders and are we gonna get out this rut and make a run? And he said, hey, we're the Seattle freaking Sounders. Mm. And that's what it says. That's the emotion that he brings as a coach. He's gonna have to manage that emotion today with the players because when you talk about trying to motivate yourself for a game, Obviously, when they walk out this tunnel, they're going to be hit with a wave of noise that they've probably never heard before. But they're going to have to rely on experience. They're going to have to rely on each other, as they did down in LAFC in a very different environment. Today, it's going to be push those things out of your mind. Push the noise. Push the, the family asking you for tickets and telling you they're going to be there at this particular seat. Give us a wave. Block it out. Because in the end of the day, when the whistle goes, as simple and as cliche it sounds, this is a game. It's just a game. If they can maximize their potential, leave everything on the field, I think they're gonna be successful today. The game is 2019 MLS Cup. One team will walk away with a championship for Seattle. It could be their second in four years for Toronto. It could be the second in three years. This is part three. Of course, Seattle went to Toronto, won in penalty kicks in 2016. Roman Torres, the winner, the amazing save by Stefan Fry in extra time. 2017, a different story. Toronto beat the Sounders two to nothing. This part three, but for the first time here in Seattle in front of a near 70,000 crowd, the full stadium is open. ECS is loaded. Emerald City supporters, the supporter section in the south end. They have been completely full and standing for about the last 30, 45 minutes. They started chanting about a half hour ago. Toronto has a giant supporter section up in the northeast corner of the stadium. They've been chanting. This place is already feeling the buzz outside, as you mentioned, Pete. Things are going crazy. Wade, you mentioned waking up. I haven't slept past 4.45 a.m. any morning for the last week. 3.30 this morning, and it's just, it, you're feeling that buzz. I cannot wait for this game to kick off at 12.08, but a lot to get to before we get to kick off with Matt Johnson and Casey Keller. 
We're gonna have our lineups here in a moment. We'll have our health update for your Sounders. We're gonna have five segments today. We have a lot of stuff to cover. We're gonna look back at the 2019 season, the turning points, the key moments. We talked about, you know, Jim Whitaker opened up our show talking about those peaks and the valleys and the moments, the ups and downs you go through. There have been so many of them this year. So we'll go back through 2019 in our next segment. We'll, of course, have our scouting report on Toronto FC. We have a chance to hear from a Toronto broadcaster during that as well. We'll see how time works out. Then in our, uh, one of our final segments, we'll hear from head coach Brian Schmetzer. He spoke with the media earlier in the week. And we'll wrap it up, as of course, as always, with Keys the Match. But let's take a look at the Delta starting 11 here in MLS Cup 2019 for your Seattle Sounders, Pete. Brian Schmetzer puts out a lineup that he's very happy with. Stefan Fry in goal. Kelvin Lodom is your right back. Roman Torres returns to the starting lineup. He and Kim Kihi will be your center backs. Brad Smith on the left. Jordan Morris will be on the left side of the midfield. Jovan Jones on the right. In front of the back four, Christian Roldan, Gustav Svensson, your captain, Captain Nicholas Ladero will sit right underneath Raul Rui Diaz. Wade, what does Toronto bring to the table? Greg Vanny is setting up Toronto FC in what appears to be a 4-3-3. Quentin Westberg in goal, a back four of Auro, Omar Gonzalez, Chris Mavinga, and Justin Morrow. Three midfielders, Jonathan Osorio, Michael Bradley, and Marky Delgado. And up front three, Subasa Endo, Nicolas Benize, and the danger man for Toronto FC, Alejandro Pozuelo this afternoon in MLS Cup. We will dive deeper into Toronto a little bit later here in the pre-match show in our third segment. We'll break down everything they bring to the table today. Uh, as we look at this, we can report right now that Toronto does have Josie Altator on the bench for them today, so we'll see how that plays a role for Seattle's bench. Harry Ship, Brian Meredith, Javier Arriaga, Luis Silva, Jordi Delem, Victor Rodriguez, and Nuhu. Well, let's check out the injury situation for your Sounders. This Sounders FC health report is presented by CHI Franciscan, keeping you Northwest healthy. Only one player on the report today. That is Will Bruin, of course, with the ACL. He is out. Nobody questionable for the Sounders. Brian able to put out a complete first-choice starting 11 here today. But let's talk about Seattle's lineup, Pete. And on that point of being a first-choice team, there is dangerous players at almost every position for Seattle today that can hit Toronto from any place. Yeah, no question. The, the, the way Rui Diaz, Ladero, and Morris have come alive in the last few games, the playoffs, when it really matters, is terrific. Because, you know, in the last one uh, with L.A., Morris didn't get the goals, but he did create a distraction. He will do that again. Honestly, for him, because he was a little bit quiet in the, in the last one, I think he's going to have a great game today. But for me... The two, up, the two up up front, Rui Diaz, Ladero, I think those guys, they are really earning their money. And this is where big-time players make the big-time plays. I'm excited to see what they do. And then I'm excited to see Jovan Jones on the right cutting inside. And, and again, Morris on the left. So I like our squad a lot. And there's a lot of guys who have experience in winning this cup throughout from, from the goalkeeper all the way through at the back in the mid judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Field. Just think they are loaded right now and they are rolling. I th also, I'm, I'm looking at the middle of the park. 
Svensson and Roldan so often we've said it down the stretch how important it will be for them to get the defensive piece right because for Seattle to be able to score goals as they've done really well you look there was a period where they couldn't get more than a goal a game yeah. suddenly they've come alive they're getting two three four goals a match that that's happening because they have a very solid base from which to launch attacks and release their outside backs but th those two the Svensson and Roldan pairing I thought were outstanding down at LA they had to be because of Los Angeles's ability to flood areas of the field and we were never outnumbered but this Toronto team is, is going to come in, I'm sure, with a very clear game plan. It's not going to be reckless. I doubt it'll be very open. And could one of those two, Gustav or Christian, be the key to unlocking what might be a packed defense? I agree. I think it's be one of those unsung heroes. When you think about Elia Dam, the goals he scored, certainly in the first half of the season, you know, right back to find himself in the six-yard box in open play to knock in a ball, that shows how he started the season. That was very indicative of how this team started the season. The thing that excites me about this club right now and this starting 11 for the Sounders, healthy, combination of experience, being there, done that. They're not going to get overwhelmed by the occasion when you think about a Ladera playing in Boca River Plate games. Nothing bigger than that game in the world of soccer. These are players that have stood up. Think about the, the run that we've been on. I look at the Dallas game, scoring four goals. Jordan Morris, Rui Diaz, Jordan Morris with the hat trick getting him on song he's firing on all cylinders he has not played better in a sounder shirt than he has in the last couple of months think about san jose and putting us over the finish line for playoffs and in, in contention to host so many games you look at rsl we needed a clean sheet we conceded three against dallas we locked it up against rsl and then you go to lafc that was about discipline tactical awareness relying on your x-factor your ladero your rui diaz to execute and then their only goal came from a set piece so they did not score with the firepower they had 80 plus goals of the year almost 40 over 45 goals goal differential unheard of in this league the fact that they could keep him at bay and stefan fry made a couple of saves this team i've said it i think months ago and we've said it from day one this team is primed for this occasion this team is built for this occasion I don't think they're going to let this team to earn these supporters down. And they have the occasion here at home. Centrilling Field will play host to MLS Cup 2019, the Major League Soccer Championship. This is one game, winner take all. And the Sounders have it for the first time here at home after facing Toronto, both 16 and 17 on the road. Should be 70,000 in the building. There's a lot to get to here on the pre-match show. Let's talk about the 2019 season overall. This has been a wild one. Highs, lows, all over. Let's go through the year in our key moments and talk about how the Sounders got here right now, got into the playoffs of the two seed, went down to LA as Danny was talking about, and now are hosting MLS Cup. A lot to get to here on the pre-match show. We are counting you, in, counting you down to kickoff, which is at exactly 12.08 p.m. today here at CenturyLink Field. Jackson Feltz alongside Pete Viewing, Wade Weber, and Danny Jackson. More coming up next on your home for Seattle Sounders Soccer, Sports Radio 950. You're listening to the new home of Sounders FC, Seattle's Sports Radio 950, KJR. Welcome back to the Sounders FC pre-match show here on your home for Sounders Soccer Sports Radio 950, KJR. This is it, MLS Cup 2019 here at CenturyLink Field. The supporters groups are already going back and forth cheering. Toronto FC, ECS, the Emerald City supporters for your Seattle Sounders. This place should have about 70,000 in the building today for the championship of Major League Soccer. My name is Jackson Feltz. I'm alongside Pete Fewing, Wade Weber, and Danny Jackson. 
We're breaking it down here for the next uh, about 45 minutes here on KJR. Matt Johnson and Casey Keller will have the call for kickoff at exactly 12.08. <laughs> so as we look at the season as a whole, guys, this 2019 season, the Sounders got second place in the Western Conference. They are now here at MLS Cup. But how did they do it? Let's kind of go section by section. You're talking about season. So some quick thoughts on the first third of the year. We'll break this down in thirds. It was 5-0-1 in the first nine. Uh, it was 7-1-4 in the first 12. Both of those best in club history, Pete. Uh, this team, outside of one heel contusion to Rui Diaz, was outstanding. You, nobody could stop this team for the first few weeks, uh, for the first, I should say, about 10 weeks of the regular season. I think a team always gets off to a great start when more than just the forwards score the goals. Uh, Danny mentioned Kelvin Lardon with the, the four goals that he got. Hey, guess who's in the building? Hey, just ran in. <laughs> we know those guys. It's loud in here. <laughs> that is great. Sounders have just entered the building. For warm-up, right? I've, I've not heard it that loud. Wow. There's so many people in warm-up. It's usually mostly empty. Fantastic. Yeah, that is great. So when Lardon gets his goals early in the season, I used to think when Chad Marshall would get goals that Seattle was off to a great start. As you mentioned, the best start in Seattle history, that's 7-1-4, gave them the comfort because in past two or three years, Seattle had dug themselves a deep hole. It changed in the middle 12 games uh, with 4-7-1, but, but I'll tell you, for Seattle to get off with good health, uh, no international call-ups early on in the year, the complete team, and then those things with injuries, retirement of Chad Marshall, all of a sudden it went in a bit of a different direction. But it was a fantastic start they could build up. And that's the perfect transition to talking about the middle portion of this season, yeah. Wade, which had a whole bunch of rough parts. Garth Logaway brings in Javier Arriaga and Jovan Jones, but Chad Marshall retires. You have a lineup against Montreal, have just two starters from what we're seeing out there today. They lose in the first round of Open Cup down at Cheney. Will Bruin has the ACL tear that midseason. You have hamstrings, ankles, a doctor pain, concussions, so many injuries. Wait, we have that really kind of rough stretch in that middle part of the season before everything turned back around. Yeah, we, we said during that stretch, you know, the team's better than this. There's people injured and uh, international duty. They're going to come back. Don't worry, it's going to be fine. Uh, but sometimes you then start to rewrite the beginning of the season. You know, you, yeah, yeah, it was great. First 12 games were great, but they got comprehensively beaten by LAFC down down there, yeah. four to one, and they drew some games. And they certainly were. It wasn't like the beginning. You know, I, I looked to that Colorado Rapids canceled game when they were rolling. They're yeah. rolling, and that game gets canceled. The next game was Toronto. They went 3-2. That's great. But then they lose to L.A. and they get some draws and Rui Diaz is hurt. Then the international absences happen. So people, I think, in their heads are rewriting the beginning of the season and saying, ah, may, may, maybe it's not as good as we thought it was. Maybe this team isn't as powerful. We couldn't keep a clean sheet. The only team we beat for a, a, about a month span, over a month, were the Whitecaps. 1-0 on a 96th minute yeah. Kelvin Leardom winner. And, and so desperate to beat the worst team in the league, it felt it felt tenuous. It felt tenuous, even though we all felt and we all said, oh, just wait till they get healthy. Just right. wait till everyone comes back. But you never really know if that you don't. That tiresome, if, though, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and the train derails, yeah. and how do you get it back on the rails even when the guys come back? And the way they got it back on the rails, Danny, was some really good results. And one game I know you picked out was that Columbus game in early July. Well, I think going on the road, and, and, and any time you go on the road and try to get a result, when you think about all the way through from that to going to Portland, after the Portland game here, and how emotional that was as uh, off the uh, at the end of the whistle, right? The, the, the kind of kerfuffle that happened towards the end. To go into Portland at the end of August and grind out a result. For me, though, when you look at a team that has to be 
in a strong position going into the playoffs. It's being strong away from home. And you're going to highlight some of these going into July and August. A 3-0 loss to New York City, very beginning of July. Going into August, you lose against KC, lose against, New, um, against Rail Salt Lake, 3-0. 2-0 away at Colorado. Again, 2-0 at DC. They looked fragile. They didn't look strong. Torres was out because of his suspension of 10 games. They were conceding over two goals a game. The number of games they conceded three goals was shocking based on a team that's built on strong foundational aspects of defense. But then all of a sudden, you get a little health. You get a little bit of momentum. You start grinding out results. You start having your coach backing you big time and players stepping up. And I think that's what it got. It was momentum. And we said it in the summer. We said the Sounders are built for a run. It's happened in 16, 17, 18, now into 19. The same thing happened, but with the foundation, as we mentioned, of a strong start, it gave them the, the platform to build. And that final third of the season is where this team really took off. They got healthy. You had guys like Victor Rodriguez finally get and stay healthy. Everyone else staying healthy. You know, this team has really kind of come together. They have went 3-1-1 one, one in the last five. You get wins in different ways, and that's the final topic that I'll talk about here, which kind of loops in the final part of the season plus the playoffs. Pete, I'll start with you, and we can go around. But the, the way in which they got wins, like 4-3 over Galaxy, 4-2 over New York, and then you get the grind out, one nothing over San Jose, the late goal, the one nothing over Minnesota, the final two games there, and then the playoffs again different types of wins Pete this team has has been able to build confidence that no matter how this game goes today they can win a game no matter how it goes well any team that's gonna be in a final has had players step up you talk about the Minnesota one nothing win it's Roman Torres who gets the goal yeah. right Gustav Svensson gets his first goal on a flick on header right it's different players stepping up because they're going to, you're going to get a lot of attention given to Rui Diaz Ladero. They're not going to want him to have the ball, Morris. But when other guys step up, then all of a sudden you're on to something. And then we get into the playoffs, and the guys who make the big bucks, the guys who are expected to do the job, come through. So throughout, it's, it's really was fascinating to watch the season because I remember the frustration that you could feel in uh, the staff a little bit. Brian always stayed positive, and I was always amazed about that. He would always look for ways to point out good things that were happening for the team but even Stefan Fry I felt like he was trying so hard to get a defense to get a shutout to get a defense to work together stick together and you could see his frustration and then as the wins came and the shutout started to come all of a sudden it changed but over the course of this year it's like a lifetime watching you know adolescence you know when you're young <laughs> your adolescence and now the maturity of the team they're in a great spot don't forget they had Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 
shutouts their final two games of the season right. at yep. San Jose and Minnesota. Right. They've allowed one goal from open play in the last yep. five. In the last five, and that was Jeez. against Dallas. Two corner kicks against Dallas, free kick at L.A. This 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 back group, and I'm not going to say back four, it's back seven, really. Yeah. Two holders. They have been they've been able to find the right balance between committing numbers forward and keeping guys at the back. And I don't think there's any there's there's excitement, there's energy, there's all of that, but there's no fuss, there's no bother. Right. They're not preoccupied with it right now. It's too veteran a group for that. The Sounders have done so well mid-season bringing players in. When you think about obviously with Schmetzer and Ladero, that combination kind of pushed them to the championship in 16. We've added players mid-season. Ruru Diaz coming in when he didn't get in the goals and getting that momentum. When you think about Torres coming back end of September, and you think about conceding two plus goals a game, over two go uh, goals uh, plus per game since Chad Marshall went out in May, Torres was suspended. Him coming back, solidifying and anchoring with leadership, and it starts in the tunnel. When you look at a man mountain like him and you're walking out alongside him, there's an intimidation factor. And all of a sudden, Kim Ki-hee, who was struggling a little bit to be the number one guy, I felt. He's been so solid alongside Chad Marshall, started to tinker a little bit when Torres went out he and Oriaga didn't have a great couple of games or great couple of weeks playing but again I feel Kim Kihi's back in a, in a in a comfortable position playing alongside Torres Oriaga stepped up now as he did in LAFC played such a solid game his experience now is a catalyst for him moving forward in this in this team but again it's relying on the combination of youth called Roldan and Morris youthful I don't know they've got experience <laughs> and the experience that this team has across the board in games like this. And experience on the bench too. This this team has had their entire bench. You can go to games that where every guy has stepped up in a certain game here or another. Jordy Dilemma has played so much meaningful time this year. Harry Ship has had some big games as well. So this Sounders team, you know, the line has been for this playoffs. They are built for this. This Sounders team, roster-wise, the way Garth Lagerwey has built this team, they are built for this championship today. It is MLS Cup 2019 at CenturyLink Field. Seattle Sounders and the visitors, Toronto FC. These teams have faced off in three of the last four MLS Cups, both in Toronto. Sounders won in 2016 on penalties. They lost in 2017. This is part three for the first time at CenturyLink Field. Well, let's take a look at this Toronto FC team that comes in today. Let's look at their lineup, what they bring to the table. Josie Altidore, where is he? A lot to get to as we count you down to kickoff here of MLS Cup. Kickoff right exactly at 12.08 today in front of a packed house should be around 70,000 people here at CenturyLink Field. A lot more to get to on the Sounders FC pre-match show on Sports Radio 950 KJ. Sumner. You're listening to the new home of Sounders FC, Seattle's Sports Radio 950 KJR. Welcome back to the Sounders FC pre-match show here on your home for Sounders Soccer Sports Radio 950 KJR. Jackson Feltz alongside Pete Fewing, Wade Weber, and Danny Jackson. We are breaking down MLS Cup 2019 today here at CenturyLink Field in what in front of what should be a near crowd of about 70,000 people. The supporter groups are full, the rest of the crowd quickly filling in as this building is going to get very loud, very, very fast. Kickoff is going to be exactly at 12.08 p.m. We will have Matt Johnson and Casey Keller here on the call. But guys, let's look at the visitors today in Toronto FC, see who the Sounders are going up here against an MLS Cup. They only faced them one time this season, which was back in April. Uh, overall in Toronto season, 13-10-11, finished fourth place in the Eastern Conference with 50 points. It was a very much of a transition year for them, but two road playoff wins, Pete, have gotten this team to MLS Cup. Yeah, well, you, I'll tell you, with this team, they had a tough year last year. They've rebounded very, very well. 
on the road. They don't score as many goals as you would expect, to be honest, for a 10 MLS team. They've got 23 uh, on the road. Pozuelo up front, he's the guy that has to be stopped. He's the one that 12 goals, 12 assists. He is a player that Seattle, I, I think it's going to be a, a shared job between Roman Torres and Kim Kihee. And then for me, I thought I thought Atlanta gave us the script uh, of, of what should happen in their early goals, going over the top and beating Bradley. I think he's not the player he was when he dominated the MLS Cup a couple of years ago over Seattle. I think he's beatable. I think he's a guy that if, if there's a foot race between he and Rui Diaz or or Ladero running at him, I don't think he has that ability to shut it down like he did before, Wade. I, I, and I also am concerned when I look at this uh, Toronto team about uh, Omar Gonzalez. He's a mid-season acquisition, someone that wasn't really in their plans at all at the beginning of the year. Um, he's huge. He's a mountain of a guy. He's got tons of experience, played in World Cups, etc. Came back from Mexico, really a failed trip to Mexico, if we're being honest. Um, but, uh, you know, a guy who's won championships, and he's, uh, he's a big-time player. He's not going to be too daunted by the circumstances, having played in the Azteca and Mexico. Set pieces are, are those things those that, you know, you, you like to th say, how, how will the game go? I don't think Pozuelo has a supporting cast that has a ton of firepower. You look at the other guys like Nick DeLeon coming off the bench, Josie Altidore coming off the bench if he plays at all. Right. And he, he might even just be a bluff. You know, you put him on the bench Very so that there's so, this yeah. fear yeah. that you might bring out the door on. But it's Pozuelo and then a supporting cast. So in moments like that, it comes down to those those critical moments of dead balls, restart, set pieces. And they have the capacity to get goals in those moments. Uh, they, they haven't lost, guys, since August 3rd. 99 days. Yeah, they, they, it's, it's, it's amazing the run they've been on. Um, and, and that just got them into the playoffs. They didn't hold a great uh, record over the course of the season. About halfway through the summer, that's why they bring in Gonzalez. So this is a team that has. It feels like they can get a result here in Seattle in a very hostile place. This is not. They, they come out of that tunnel for the actual game. It's going to be something they haven't experienced Behind. very often. Yeah, you agree. You know, I, I'd add. We talked about the Seattle experience, kind of built for this game. In some ways, this Toronto team, there's anchors in this club as well that is built for this type of game. When you think the money they they spent. For Pozuelo, I think 11 plus million dollars on a transfer fee. Ali Curtis, what a kind of coup to get him. I mean, his first game, I remember him scoring those two goals, which is outrageous. You know, he scored a, a penalty against New York um, FC, and it was just incredible to just have the confidence to do some of the things that he does. So he is an X Factor. He can create something out of nothing. Michael Bradley, you mentioned, Pete, dominated that midfield. He was all over the place in 2017. I think that Christian Roldan is still scarred from that game, and I think that he's, this is the game where he will want to stamp his authority on this game. But I also think the bench. This is where my little concern is of this game is if this game gets to a point where Toronto somehow nick a goal on the counter-attack, the Sounders don't execute the chances which they will inevitably have because I do think the movement around that central area, I think Ladero will outwork and outpace Bradley. I think Morris going on the blind side will be Omar Gonzalez for speed. You know, he's one of those kind of those oil tankers that slow to, to turn. So if you get someone on the blind side like a Morris going, you can get exposed as it did against um, Atlanta. But guys coming off the bench for me for Toronto, that's where if they nick a goal, they're going to the last 15 minutes a goal up or even tied they've got guys like Altidore, Simon who's an experience who can spray the ball around all over the field. De Leon scored that rocket against Atlanta. 
That's what concerns me a little bit. The Sounders don't take hold of this game early. Toronto can bleed in uh, into the last 15 minutes with a strong bench. When I look at this game also, you know, you think 2016-17, much has been made of this is the, the, the decider, the, the trilogy. But uh, Toronto, Pozuelo wasn't on those teams. Their attack has been, is completely different. There's similar pieces in midfield. But Seattle, other than Rui Diaz, Morris was involved in 2016, Ladero 2016, Jones 2016. That that front group, Svensson, like really, you're dealing with a group of Sounders that have been in this situation on the road and gotten a result. So I think there's a there's a there's a feeling of optimism. One name to add to that who was in that group, Stefan Fry, right? The Correct. save, the right. save. That, you know, he probably has such confidence coming into this game, and those little things mess with minds of your opponents right because those who were on the field for toronto saw the dominance of, of uh, fry and goal if he gets off to a good start he too can replicate his performance when they won the cup mls cup 2019 today here at CenturyLink field in what of in front of what should be a near 70,000 person crowd building filling up very very quickly kickoff will be exactly at 12:08 p.m casey keller and matt johnson will have the call right here on KJR for MLS Cup. We are continuing to count down to kick off and preview this game. We're going to hear from the head coach, Brian Schmetzer. He spoke with media midweek. We're also going to have our car toys players to watch. And then we will wrap up the pre-match show with keys to the game. A lot still to get to as the players are warming up, the people are filling in. MLS Cup 2019. We are minutes away here on your home for Sounders Soccer. Sports Radio 950 KJR. org. You're listening to the new home of Sounders FC, Seattle's Sports Radio 950, KJR. Welcome back to the Sounders FC pre-match show. You're in your home for Sounders Soccer, Sports Radio 950, KJR. We are counting you down to kickoff of MLS Cup 2019 in front of what should be a crowd of about 70,000 people at CenturyLink Field. Toronto, Seattle have faced each other in three of the last four MLS Cups. Toronto got it in 2017, Seattle in 2016. But for the first year, it is here in Seattle. The supporter sections right now are just amazingly filled up. They're chanting back and forth. Toronto has brought a giant contingent way up in sections. Looks like it's about 301 right now. That, that section is massively full. Should be an amazing, amazing atmosphere here at CenturyLink Field. We have a Seattle sports legend, I can say that, doing scarves up. That's as much as I'm going to tell you. Uh, but if you are walking around the building, if you're just parking your car right now, make sure to get in scarves up. You do not want to miss who is going to be doing that here at CenturyLink today. We also have Mike McCready doing the national anthem on guitar. It's going to be an amazing atmosphere here today at CenturyLink for MLS Cup 2019. Well, what do you say we hear from the head coach of your Seattle Sanders? Brian Schmetzer has been talking with me almost every day. So let's get a few minutes from the head coach. He met with Seattle media, national media earlier this week and talked about MLS Cup ahead here today. This is it. I mean, this, this, this is it. It's the final week of training. It's the final game of what has been a, you know, a little bit of a roller coaster ride season up and down, start off great, up and down in the middle, but we're ending on a strong note. So I think the guys are a little anxious. They're ready. Uh, obviously, the turnout here is is great. I mean, we all appreciate it. We understand that this is going to be a really special event, and so I think there's a lot of mixed emotions. But the players are the players and the coaching staff. We're ready. Do you feel like you got enough? Uh, do you get enough respect around the league? Uh, I get enough respect at home. <laughs> my mom loves me. My wife loves me. My dog loves me. 
Coach, defensively, how much of what you did uh, against Carlos uh, Bella can you replicate to handle a guy like Pozuelo? Uh, okay, good question, because they're a little different players. But saying, they, is Pozuelo going to play as that false nine? What does Carlos do? Where are the heat maps of both players? They are pretty similar, so that's a good catch. Um, I think that, you know, the team, Toronto, versus the team, LAFC, poses different challenges. And so we've kind of looked at it from a team perspective. We'll, later in the week, we'll make sure that the individual players get enough film on Pozuelo, his movements, his style, all that sort of stuff. We'll have plenty of film on it, and we'll make adjustments as we need to. I want to see Seattle guy who's been a lifer in the, in the community, soccer community here. Uh, how big a deal is this to bring a pinnacle event to your hometown? It's, it's massive. It, it, it's, you know, I tell people, look, I skipped school when the Sonics had their parade and, you know, we, there the Seahawks celebrating them. Uh, you know, I, I, being a Seattle guy, I'm, I'm really proud of what the organization has accomplished. I mean, you look back, going back to back into the 80s. You know, we had success back then. Allen started us off, you know, uh, Pepe Fernandez, Dave Gillett, all those guys back in Memorial Stadium even. I mean, this history has a long tradition of being a successful franchise. And this right now is a pretty high point for all of us that put in some of that work back in the 70s, 80s, through the lean years of the early 2000s in the USL and A-League days. I mean, this is all culmination of all the people that stayed here, you know. Dave stayed here, Pepe stayed here, Alan stayed here, Jimmy stayed here at different times. So a lot of that prep work for all of this excitement has been laid. The foundations have been laid already. You mentioned being a Seattle guy. How much does it matter to you and how much it matters to the city to be able to get one up on Portland in terms of number of MLS cups? <laughs> is that a subplot that you think thinking no, about at all? No, Portland is way over here. <laughs> Uh, how's the health of the team uh, coming Good, out of there? Perfect. Everybody's healthy except for Bruin. You said last week that you wanted to remain a normal week. I know this is the first day getting back at training, but can you feel like this can be a normal week with all of us here and everything going on this week? It, it's it's not normal because of the amount of people, but we're going to try and make it as normal as possible. We've never a f we've never ran away from any sort of fear or confrontation or challenge or just doing our jobs. We understand that this is part of our job. This is a big event. It's a big game. The players know. Alex and Matt have done a great job of preparing the players to make sure they're prepped for the interviews. They know what's happening. We've messaged them. You're going to be here on these different days. So we're, we're doing what we can to minimize some of you guys' distractions and make it as normal as possible. Seattle Sounders head coach Brian Schmetzer there talking with the media earlier this week looking ahead to MLS Cup 2019 today at CenturyLink Field. Guys, let's go around the room. Let's now check out our Car Toys players to watch. The prices are amazing. The expert advice is free. Come into Car Toys today. Pete, who's your player to watch? I'm going with a local kid, Jordan Morris. I would love to see him tear up the left side of that flank, switch over to the right side, get in some crosses, and get on the end of some crosses. I think he is really turned a corner in his playing career this season. I look forward to that coming to fruition today in the final.
you know, I, th I know defense wins championships, but I think today Seattle have to score to win. And Raul Ruiz Diaz, three goals in these playoffs. All he's done in his two years in Seattle is be a huge playoff goal scorer. He's going to be on fire today. I think for me it's rolled on. Can he be the box-to-box -box player, the number eight that we need in this game? Can he score a goal like he did? Back-to-back -back goals from 25 yards. Can he break up attacks? Can he dominate Michael Bradley this year? I think that Roldan is primed for a national team level game. He's a national team player. This is a game that he can start to establish himself as one of the preeminent players in this league and an anchor for this club. Great stuff. I'm going to go Stefan Fry. Uh, we've seen him in MLS Cups before, 16 and 17, amazing performances. We're not sure how much he'll get tested today, but he will get tested at some point, and he'll need to come up with another big performance like he had both of those years. Well, let's break. Let's come back with our card, with our keys to the game. Pete Fewing, Wade Weber, Danny Jackson. My name is Jackson Feltz. We'll wrap up the pre-match show, counting you down to kickoff to MLS Cup 2019 here at CenturyLink Field. You're on your home for Sounders Soccer, Sports Radio 950. Kid. Before there were players, before there were coaches, there was you. When it was time to give us a name, you picked it. And you knew there was really only one choice. Because you're different. You welcome superstars and strangers the same. You turned unknowns into legends. You sang songs about us, created art, that made us all proud. Together, we've redefined what it means to be a club, a community, and a family. We started out this decade-long journey with one expectation, to win for each other. I won't forget the crowd that opening night, or Keller's last match, the packed house against Portland, and I won't soon forget our six trophies in 10 years. Open Cups, Supporter Shield, and of course, Duck Cup. I'll never forget the hundreds of faces that greeted us at Boeing Field, or the thousands more who marched with us down 4th Avenue. All the players and coaches, the flips, the fist pumps, I won't forget any of it. Sure, the first 10 years were memorable, but that was just the beginning. We never quit. We will continue to fight. We will continue to work. We will be proud. Because long after me, long after all these players pull on the rave green for their final time, five, 10, 50 years from now, this club will still be here, where it's always been, in the hearts of this community. Seattle Sounders, Born in 74, raised in 2009. You're listening to the new home of Sounders FC, Seattle's Sports Radio 950, KJR. Coach Brian Schmetzer brings us back as we finish up the Sounders FC pre-match show for MLS Cup 2019 at CenturyLink Field. Let's get right to keys of the game. Pete Fewing, Danny Jackson, Wade Weber. Pete, go ahead. Well, Sir Alex Ferguson, Manchester United legend, says play the game, not the occasion. Seattle has to manage their emotions. They've got to make sure that they connect passes, find their rhythm quickly. Defensively, they've got to get their shape right, and they can't let Toronto get any kind of confidence through this game. 
move the ball quickly, find the flanks, get service into Rui Diaz. No unnecessary fouls around the edge of the box. Seattle has to play a complete game and be on task. It would be great if Stephen Fry could get a couple of good saves right from the beginning, Wade. I think Seattle, from the beginning, needs to dictate the flow of this game. This is about living in the moment, not thinking about the future. At some point this afternoon, the final whistle's gonna blow. We don't know when that's gonna be. We don't know what the result will be. All that matters is the moments between now and then. So stay in the moment, stay focused on your task, and work, work, work. Danny, That's it, it, hard work can win you a championship. Leave it on the field. You know, every player wants to be able to do something special. That's what you dream of as a kid, is to go out in a game like this, play your best game, the best that you can do, give yourself a shot to be the winner, be the X factor in this game. But for me, it's like the beginning of the year. It's like a war. There's a ton of battles along the road. This is the final battle, so how do you approach that as a player? All the nuances have been figured out. Your assignments have been made for set pieces and things like that. But you go in and you think about it in three separate stages. The beginning, start strong, get momentum, feed the crowd, feed their energy. Can you get a goal early and execute on a chance? That middle area, hold the line, possess the ball, win your tackles, defensively strong. And then finally, it's always the finish. Whether you're winning, tying or losing, you've got to finish strong. Whether it's players coming off the bench, players who are going to play a full 90, you have to push it all the way to the end and fight for each other. When you're looking each other in the eyes, in the tunnel, you're just hoping that you can do something good for your teammates because that's what it's all about. This is it. MLS Cup 2019 kickoff in front of 70,000 people at CenturyLink Field. Moments away, we'll hand it off to Matt Johnson and Casey Keller. We'll be back for the halftime show. Kickoff, moments away here on your home for Sounders Soccer. Sports Radio 950 KJR. You've been listening to the Sounders FC pre-match show on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Don't go anywhere. Kickoff is next. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.